You're tuned in to the HBCU Football Daily Podcast for today, Wednesday, July 26th. I am your host, Donald Ware, and I hope you enjoyed our podcast on yesterday as we took a look at Arkansas Pine Bluff. And big shots out to those that are leaving comments on our podcast page as well as on Twitter and retweeting the information out. We really appreciate it. We appreciate the feedback. And we're going to stick with the SWAT's Western Division, as a matter of fact, on today as we're going to take a look at Prairie View A&M. The Panthers going 7-4 and four on last year. Their only two losses were to Grambling in the State Fair Classic, of course, in Dallas, and then also their loss at home to Southern. And, I mean, if Prairie View A&M is going to win the Western Division, they're going to have to get over the hump against these two teams. I'm not sure if this is the year. Anything is possible because when you talk about Prairie View A&M and you talk about their head coach, Willie Simmons, in his third year, you're talking about a high-octane offense. In each of the last two years, they just didn't play a whole lot of defense. I mean, go back two years ago to the 70-54 to shootout against Grambling in the State Fair Classic. So the offense is there. Um, It's just a matter if the defense is going to be there. Plus, I just think that with what Grambling has coming back from last year and what Southern has coming back also from last year, I mean, you're talking about two elite quarterbacks, respectively, in Devontae Kincaid from Grambling. And then you're also talking about um, Austin Howard for the Southern Jaguars. Um, Prairie View A&M doesn't have an elite quarterback necessarily this year, at least to come into the season. You never know who may be emerge, and we're going to talk about a couple of guys that could, in fact, emerge. I mean, Trey Green was a guy that was at elite status a couple of years ago, if you remember him. Um, had a great story, uh, was coming off like three ACL tears over his career and put up something like 20 touchdowns to three interceptions, something like that a couple of years ago. Not the uh, the elite numbers, if you will, on last year, and it made time for some guys that we're going to mention momentarily. So let's go ahead and, and take a look at Prairie View A&M a little bit more closely right now. And, again, as I mentioned, I mean, the Panthers surged a couple of years ago. They had a good season. I mean, you can't knock a 7-4 and four season. I mean, the bottom line is they couldn't get past Grambling. They couldn't get past uh, Southern. But uh, a solid year on last year. And, um, again, let's talk about that quarterback situation because coming out of spring, Coach Simmons was impressed with Nico Hollins um, at the quarterback position. Very impressive during the spring and during the spring game. The guy on the roster that has the most experience coming back, as a matter of fact, played uh, in nine football games last year was Jalen Morton. Completed 49% of his passes, 945 yards, eight touchdowns, and seven interceptions. So we'll have to see how the quarterback position goes uh, and who that person will be. You know, Willie Simmons having played at a high level of quarterback when he played at Clemson, I think he's going to have that position ready to rock and roll no matter who the young man is. And I think that person is definitely going to excel. And you can see even though Jalen Morton's completion percentage wasn't great, um, he did have a better touchdown to interception ratio in the backfield Stefan McCray comes back 
Rushed for 427 yards, five touchdowns. He's a preseason uh, all-swack uh, all second-team um, selection. So that's going to take some of the pressure off the quarterback position and also a very good um, offensive line for Prairie View a and Of course, those guys are the guys that are in the trenches, and those are the guys that are definitely going to be getting uh, be able to get it done. The offensive line is led by Donovan Wheaton, who was a first-team all-swack preseason selection as well. Whoever the quarterback is, they're going to have a good – or that person's going to have a good pair of receivers in Kadero Hodge, um, a first-team all-swack preseason selection, 28 receptions, 454 yards, six touchdowns. He's a guy that um, is a bit of a deep threat. And then also Darius Floyd, who was second on the team last year in receptions with 40, led the team with 501 yards receiving and four touchdowns. So you got a good pair of receivers no matter who the quarterback is, good offensive line, uh, and a good running back. You know, I, I can't say that Prairie View's offense is going to be as high octane as it was two years ago, as good as it was last year, but uh, when you have that kind of recipe and guys that have experience, um, I, I think it makes uh, – it, it, it bodes well, at least, for the Panthers. The, the issue for the Panthers, however, has been on the defensive side of the football, which, you know, maybe this is the year they can sort of tighten the defense up a little bit. Devon Reed, the defensive lineman. They got a good defensive line, as a matter of fact, led by Devon Reed, first-team all-swack preseason selection, 40 tackles last year, 11 of those for loss, five-and-a-half sacks, comes off the edge. Um, James Harper – also, second team all swag preseason selection, 35 tackles, eight and a half tackles for loss, two and a half sacks on last year. A lot of times we don't talk about the special teams. Prairie View A&M is going to have a pretty solid or pretty solid special teams. Their return specialist, Joshua Simmons, averaged 27.3 yards per kickoff return on last year. Not really a punt return guy, but a good kickoff return guy but also a guy that's going to factor into the offense as well as a receiver. Had some solid games at receiver last year. Didn't mention him in the receiving core. I mentioned a pair of receivers, but this guy is going to get a lot of catches in the offense as well as well as being a very good kick returner. Then their punter, Owen Houlihan, first team, all swag preseason guy, averaging close to 38 yards per, uh, per punt on last year. Uh, keys for Prairie View A&M this year in terms of um, from a scheduling perspective. Again, uh, you go back uh, to Dallas, and I mean that's that's the deal. They play the uh, State Fair Classic in Dallas every year, so they kind of got. I mean, they, they got to find a way to get over Grambling this year. I mean, you know, they they've got to find a way. Also, I'm not sleeping on Texas um, Southern, who. Uh, Prairie View A&M opens the season in in that uh, very famed Labor Day Classic. A couple of out-of-conference scheduled games. Um, Sam Houston State comes to Prairie View, and then Nichols, uh, the Panthers travel to Nichols before they open up SWAC, or really second game, uh, but but in terms of SWAC play and continuous SWAC play, they're going to travel to Montgomery on September the 23rd to take on Alabama State. That's not an easy game. Matter of fact, Prairie View A&M had to come back last year to defeat the Hornets at home. Again, Grambling on October 7th, big game. And then this year, the Panthers traveled to Baton Rouge on November 4th to take on 
the Jaguars. That's going to be a tough football game, but it's a win. Listen, if 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 uh, Prairie and M can't get over the hump against Grambling, can't get over the hump against Southern, then not much chance of winning the Western Division. And you know, you go back a couple of years ago, the Panthers were eight and two, a very good season, couldn't get over the hump against Grambling last year, couldn't get over the hump against Grambling or Southern. Seven and four season, only two losses, so they're right there. But they got to find a way to defeat both the Tigers and the Jaguars. That's a look at the Prairie View A&M Panthers, their 2017 preview. On tomorrow, we're going to wrap up the SWAC and the SWAC's Western Division as we're going to take a look at Texas Southern. If you want to listen to any of our podcasts that we've had over this last five weeks, log on to our website, BoxToRoad.com, click on the podcast link, and as a matter of fact, you can download those links uh, or download those podcasts as well. Also, follow us on Twitter at box to row B-O-X-T-O-R-O-W, as well as on Instagram. Also, friend us on Facebook, B-O-X, the number two, R-O-W. Win on Twitter, win on Instagram. Use hashtag HBCU125 as our HBCU football daily podcasts are part of the initiative. Hashtag hbcu one. 25. Have a great rest of the week, or excuse me, a great west, uh, rest of your Wednesday, and tune in as Texas Southern. We will preview the Tigers on tomorrow.